Welcome to another installment of the Mecca Podcast. I'm here with Daryl Graham, and we're going to speak about um, being an agent, um, particularly from New York City, and how being a New York City agent can impact Europe, different countries across the water, as well as here in America. Um, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you Thank guys. You. I appreciate you stopping by. Mm -hmm. I know that you, um, you look like you just came from a workout, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but we appreciate you coming by and telling, hoping, hopefully helping people as far as education, as far as being an agent and how the agents are, um, the perception of an agent. Um, right. I think that's a misconception that we have here in America and also abroad. Mm -hmm. What's the biggest misconception regarding being an agent? Um, the biggest misconception is that we're all the devil. Mm -hmm. like, like I'm not. Like, I can see that. Yeah, like everybody. Everybody thinks we're the devil. Everybody thinks that, uh, yo, I can't talk to them. Yo, I can't do this. We can't do that. Like it's not illegal to talk to agents. Why would they say that you're a devil though? Like, like because they you have like a, a mystified ambiance of yeah, assholeness attached to you guys. Yeah, that and they think that agents are the ones paying everybody mm -hmm. and messing the game up. Mm -hmm. So, oh, an agent did this, so that's why this kid is in the situation mm -hmm. that is I that like every situation is different, but sometimes people was getting paid before they even got to the agents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much th so many things being exchanged. The agent might be coming in on the tail end of all of this. Mm -hmm. So the agent, I might be coming to you and be like, yo, I got this for you. If you sign with me, mm -hmm. they may look at me stupid. Like, what you mean? That boy, I've been getting paid I've been way that. more than that. <laughs> then it's like, you need to That's up it. your number. That's like, it. yeah, like, oh, you broke. Uh -huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it's not, that's the biggest misconception of it. Like agents aren't bad. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm bad. Right. I, I, Anybody that say I'm bad, that's sadly mistaken. So that your 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 job is to get your player the best financial situation possible. Mm -hmm. That's it. No, because because like you can't you can't base everything off of just the money. Mm -hmm. The money's gonna come if you're a dog and you're gonna do what you're gonna do. The money's gonna come. My job to me is to develop that person and put them in a great financial situation and guide their career mm -hmm. to that you're going to be financially stable, one, because that's one thing that you're never going to hear from my guys is that my guys is broke mm -hmm. because that's a reflection of me. Right. Like, I never want to... You, you will never hear anyone say, Daryl Graham's clients have money issues. Daryl Graham clients are not physically fit, mm -hmm. they're not strong, they're not developed, they're not those type of guys. Mm -hmm. Because that goes into development. I take development way more seriously than anything else mm -hmm. because if you develop them the right way, everything else is gonna fall into play. Right. And that goes for on court, off court, all of that. Right. Because if you're not playing well, and people, people kill me with that, is they think, as soon as you come in, you're supposed to get endorsement deals. You're supposed to get the no. If you you have not done anything to warrant those things, mm -hmm. then you're not gonna get them. Right, of course. I don't care who you sign with. Right. We're not magicians. Some some of us are magicians. We can make something work. But I can't go to Google. I can't go to Nike. I can't go to anybody and just say, "Yo, give him this just cause." Right. 
That where does that happen in? That is, it, it's a body of work, right? And that goes into everything, and that goes back to what I was telling you to where. Like kids turn pro nowadays in today's time, mm-hmm. kids turn pro in the eleventh grade mm-hmm. because where you go to high school at is gonna affect where you go to college. Right. Where you go to college is gonna affect where you get drafted. Right. Your mystique, your style, right. Your, your whole image, whole your brand, image, your whole brand, and who you are as a person, and endorsement wise, that's gonna based off of what you were doing. Mm-hmm. So let's. Take for example, Ja Morant mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. out of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? Putting up all types of crazy numbers. Right. His endorsements are gonna be crazy. Right. Why? Because he's garnered national attention from his play. Right. If you don't garner national attention from your play, guess what? You're gonna have an average package right. when you come out. Right. So that ain't got nothing to do with what I'm doing. No. If they're not basically, if they're not performing on the court, there's ain't nothing shit else. gonna happen outside. It ain't nothing right. unless unless you're just a unless it's something about you that everybody is unless you're like and I can't even say Tim Tebow because Tim Tebow performed on the field. You got a Heisman, right? Right, right. So unless you're just that amazing personality, mm-hmm. you are gonna get what you get off that court. Mm-hmm. Okay. Point blank. Period. I can see that the movie Jerry Maguire mm-hmm. is like a cliche for the for the um, for the normal people, normal person. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that like a good movie to base what an agent goes through on a daily basis? Um, yeah. Based off the fact that and and it's cliche just because that slogan to show me the money, right, right, like right. that. That's why it's cliche, but in actuality, that's the real that that's the real essence. Because he worked for a big. It. Big firm. Yeah. So that and it's and it's funny that you say that too because it is cliche, but that's kind of what my career path was. Right. I started out on my own, then I went to working with a big agency. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out for me the way I wanted because how I am as a person, how I want to represent my clients and my ideals, mm-hmm. it didn't, doesn't didn't fit. Match, right. Yeah, it doesn't mesh. It mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't, and that's because I'm coming from a player's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you have some agents that ain't never played a lick of nothing mm-hmm. in their whole life, mm-hmm. but they got a degree, they got a JD, mm-hmm. they a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can go be represented by that person, but when that client calls him and be like, "Yo, I'm having X, Y, and Z problem. I need you to do this." Right. And and they don't then, know how to motivate their and, player. Right, they don't. Get, they don't know because right. they've never been in that situation before. If you've never played for a crazy coach, mm-hmm. or you've never um, been in a situation that I'm getting fronted on by my coach, mm-hmm. he not playing me, he cutting my minutes, he doing this, he doing that. How you going? How you going to relate? Right. It's just going to be the con. Yeah, you could do better. Let you me. could do better. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about yeah, it. Don't worry about it. Let play it, hard. Let yeah. It, yeah, playing hard. Keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't understand. Now it's a gift and curse because sometimes I react. Yeah. A little faster from the from the player, but like yo, what the? Because I know because right. I see it coming. But also GMs respect me because now I'm a I'm a bridge between the team and the player, player right? Because I understand both sides, mm-hmm. and that's very important. You have to be able to understand both sides because. And form your own opinion for that because 
a lot of the times you're talking about 40 plus trying to deal with a 20 year old. 20 year old, yep, yep. Nowadays, 18 year olds. Right. That's hard. It's very hard. That's hard as shit. And you're talking about a 40 year old agent trying to deal with an 18 year old, trying to understand why he on social media doing right. what he doing. Right. They don't get it, especially if you don't come from that social economic background right. that they come from. Right. So, because like you said, there ain't a lot of us right. in this business. Right. So, um, yeah, it's 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 different. So it is tough on my day to day, but also, are you a firefighter? Are you putting up fires all day? What? Yes. So you wake up, like you said earlier, it could be, it could be, because you got to think of it. My client list right now, um, in the big company that I was at, our, our model was we're, we're equipped to, um, we're equipped to have a lot of clients Mm -hmm. because you're talking about the way the company is set up. You have three or four agents in each company. And I'm just talking about Europe. Right. So in Europe, we got four or five agents in each company, just yes. depending on how big that market, how big that team is. Uh-huh. So I want to say it's 40. It might be 30 to 40 agents in that That's crazy. company right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm able to have 20 guys mm-hmm. and still service them and still know what's going on in their day-to-day. Because not only do you have me, but you got those guys that's in country. Right. But if, 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 I'm, if, if I crave special attention, that doesn't do well for me. For instance, let's say if I'm in a, in a high school, I'm a student in a high school, mm-hmm. and I have a class of 35. I may get lost in the sauce because I need that, not that I'm a slower learner, I just want that attention that I necessarily need at a class of 12. Right. So. If I'm that type of person, does a big organization help me or does it hinder me as far as getting the uh, attention that I need? It depends on who you are mm-hmm. and what you're doing and how good you are at your craft. Uh-huh. Because like I said, so say my client list right now, I have 15 clients, mm-hmm. right? I don't necessarily, now me, I'm different. You talk to any of my clients, they talk to me. Mm-hmm. We talk. Mm-hmm. We talking about non-basketball stuff regular regular people regular everyday stuff most agents don't do that that and i pull up on my clients i make sure i see everybody Uh so that's why i'm leaving monday right i'm going back to europe for a whole nother month right well i'm not i can't go for a month now but i'm going back for another two and a half weeks Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna see the other half of my client list that i didn't get to see on my first first trip trip. right so um it can hurt you if you're not producing but the way that company was set up, mm-hmm. we somebody's going to pause. Somebody's going to touch you. Right. So somebody's going to be at that game and be like, yo, how you? Mm-hmm. You all right? Mm-hmm. Everything good? You need anything? Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Out. That's the way the company is set up. And that's service. Mm-hmm. Not many agents have that. That's why I told you before. That company is really, really good. It's just the motto is different mm-hmm. because you are one of a thousand or whatever the number is. It, yeah, you're you're one of a lot. Right. So if that doesn't work for you, okay. But that's the way most agencies are set up. Mm-hmm. Most agencies are set up to justify 
the budgets for the money that they spend on players. Right. Gotcha. So that's where people get things misconstrued as if, oh, I'm going to go with a big agency and that's going to be the best thing for me. Mm. Right. Depends on who you are. So a parent, you go to interview a parent or, and a family to get um, a new kid on, a, on your roster, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of questions are being asked from the parent standpoint to, 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 to find out information regarding your agent and your, your agent, your agency? It depends. Everything depends. Because mm-hmm. are you an informed parent? I, I assume that most aren't because most aren't. Because all they see is what's being force-fed down their, their eyes as far as TV is concerned. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what is out there about the company. Mm-hmm. So you're being force-fed by a website. You're right. being force right. fed by a text message. That's being owned by the agency. Or a reputation. Or repu- right. Because one thing that, and, and it goes back, so let's take a step back. You said, why are agents the devils? Right. Why are agents perceived to be the devils? One thing that I never understood, and this is from informed, un- uninformed people, is that most people don't know everybody has an agent. Mm-hmm. That coach... Mm-hmm. At your school, mm-hmm. he has an agent. Yep. That athletic director has an agent. Has an agent. Right. Those assistant coaches yep. have agents. Yep. So the fact that you're being told don't talk to agents mm-hmm. is beyond me. Right. How do you think they're getting the information right. that they're getting? Right. They're calling their agent. Or they're calling the NBA and all these other things. So it's never, and we, t- we talked about this last time, which is crazy, <laughs> because it's like, you want to be as informed as possible of making any type of decision. decision right. So where do you think that information is going to come from? And it's really just who you're dealing with. Because me, like I said, I work off of quality, not quantity thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to be able to benefit and stick, I'm going to tell you don't come out. Right. Stay in. Right. Because you're not going to, it's about like in today's day and age, it's about sticking, not just getting in, having a little run, and then you off somewhere else. So when you say come out, you mean as far as leave uh, college to go Leaving college to go into to, to, to turn professional. Right. Um, yeah. I think that is the, the biggest thing is that you want to stick now. Mm-hmm. It's not because you could get pushed to the G League. Like, what's the little kid, um, Anthony Simmons? Mm-hmm. He got drafted, haven't touched the NBA game, mm-hmm. not yet, mm-hmm. to this day. Hasn't logged one minute. He stayed in G League. Right. So what's better for you? Developing your game in the G League and making money or going to college, developing as a whole person okay. okay and then going in devil's advocate would say to get better if for an nba game getting reps in an nba setting is probably better than getting reps on a collegiate level yeah depending on who you are right when you're interviewing an agent and you're sitting back and you're talking to these people what can you do for my child mm-hmm. you shouldn't be necessarily telling me what you did for everybody else. Right. Because everyone's situation is different. Everybody's situation is different. So it should be, here is my plan to get your son where he needs to be. 
Gotcha. It's like any other job interview. You literally should have a group of questions and the start of it should be, oh, okay, what can you do for him to get him there? Who you represent and what you've done and all that other stuff, that's what got you to this meeting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about all of that. That's what got you here. Because people go, I got this guy this much money. I got this guy this much money. Yeah, I sent you, the, you sent me that research. Oh, okay, cool. Right. That's great. Right. Now, what you going to do for him? Right. How are you going to get him to that? So that's the most important thing because people get lost in that. People get lost in, um, I got this person. Mm-hmm. I got that person. Mm-hmm. Have that person call you. Mm-hmm. Or, yo, if you come with me, we can go to Miami right. and hang and out party with you. Right. and go do this. Or you could go watch this player play. Or I'm going to put you in a condo in LA for a couple of weeks and you could do that. Uh, the glitz and the glamour right. and all of that. That What does that matter? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'll give you this. To come with me. Mm-hmm. If somebody's offering you something for you to do something, for for you to, if I'm saying, yo, I'm going to give you 100000 just to come with me, mm-hmm. that should be a red flag. Because why are you just giving me that? Right. Like, I know I know you want me, but what is that supplementing? It's probably coming out of your own check anyway at some point. Depending <laughs> on who you're dealing with. like <laughs> Depending on who you're dealing with, that money going to come back. Right. That, like I said, everybody's different. Right. I'm not I'm not speaking on nobody the way they do business. Right. But to me, I don't want that because you're giving me that for a reason. I'm, I'm su- We from New York. We right. super skeptical of uh, everything. Anything. What's like, this, like, what's this yeah, what is this for? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's cool. Thank you. Right. But why is this yeah. for? Because this is something that's going to supplement. At some point. Something right. that's lacking. Yep. 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 So that's one thing. As greedy as we are as human beings, you should never be like, yo, nah, I want that bread yep. up front. Uh-huh. No. Don't take that bread. Because you'll be getting that money coming soon. You just gotta wait. Mm-hmm. Like you waited that that's one thing that kills me about people. You waited all this time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wait. Uh, yeah, Shaq a said that on NBA more. TV. He said, I wait. You've been broke for 18 years. One more year is not really not going to hurt you. And it ain't even one more year. It's five months. Yeah, man. And just depending on who you're dealing with, like if you're dealing with me, I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I know you once you get drafted, you're going to want that money. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something for you that most people ain't going to do. I'm going to help you get established in the world. Mm hmm. Let me help you get established in the world because cash is easy. Mm-hmm. I can go to Chase. Me and Chase have a great relationship. They have my money for years, as long as just as anybody else mm-hmm. down the street here mm-hmm. has, right? I can go to them and get a loan and be like, yo, here's $20,000. Great. What is that cash going to do for you in the real world besides buy, buy goods? goods? Yeah. Intangible goods. Mm-hmm. What I like to do is say, hey, look. And I'm a. This is a shameless plug for my man, but this is Steven. Mm-hmm. This is my money man. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take care of you mm-hmm. to give you the things that you need to exist in this world. Cash, cash is king, but cash necessarily ain't gonna buy you that house right away. Right. So I want you to be established. Why? Because I know better. So you think that most people just jump at that first cash? Everybody jumps at the first cash nowadays. Everybody. Everybody. Because that's what's going on. That's why 
the that's why college basketball is messed up right now because cash, 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 cash. Everybody wants cash. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is here's the things that's going to help you. Here's a line of credit mm -hmm. that's going to help you. I think that's big. Yeah. Here's a line of credit that's going to help you in the long run. That cash ain't going to do nothing for you once you run through it. You ain't going to burn through it. You're going to get a couple sneakers, a house, and a car. Or Everybody. not even a house. A down payment on a house. So that's the thing that people don't realize. That's the things that I preach on. Why? Because I know better. I grew up with around Allen Iverson. I've seen Allen Iverson's deal. I've worked with Allen Iverson. Right. Me and Allen Iverson's business manager, um, Gary Moore, to this day, have a very good relationship. Mad cool. Shout out to Mo. But... Uh, I've seen that. And if you talk to Chuck, Chuck could tell you, yo, take care of your bread. Mm -hmm. But how did Chuck get set up? His agent, agent, who foreseen everything that says, I got a young little wild motherfucker. That's, mm -hmm. Through the lockout, Chuck was throwing hundreds mm -hmm. in the strip club. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. It's all allegedly. He wasn't taking care of his money. His agent had the foresight, and mind you, this is Jordan's agent. Mm -hmm. uh, said, David Falk, right? David Falk, mm -hmm. best agent in the game, let me tell it. Right. Um, he had that foresight to say, yo, let me set him up. Because he's bugging, right? Because he's bugging. Right. So what did he do? Reebok deal. Mm -hmm. Can't touch his bread until he's X, X age. Right. He's getting excess of a couple million, 40, 50 million dollars or whatever, mm -hmm. right? That went from the agent. That's saving your client from himself, knowing that. Right. If he didn't have a particular plan for him, he would have been all messed up. But that goes back to what I was saying, too, is that everybody's different. He didn't have that problem with Michael Jordan. Right. No. At all. Mike wasn't that guy. Chuck was totally different. So if your agent isn't having a certain plan for you... Mm -hmm. That's not the right person. Yeah, for what's you. the point? Right. Okay. I'm an NBA first first rounder. Mm -hmm. uh, projected first rounder. You know, the different mock drafts and all that bull crap. That doesn't really hold too much weight. Mm -hmm. um, do I need an agent? For basketball purposes, do I need an agent? Basketball purposes. Solely. Define basketball purposes. Um, it's going to give me a contract from 1 to 30. Do I need an agent to help me with that? In this business, everything is a perspective thing. Mm -hmm. It's all about perspective. Okay. So one perspective, you can say no because it's been done already. No, you don't need an agent. Tell me why. Because Jalen Brown didn't have an agent. Right. Jalen Brown used the Players Association. Mm -hmm. Players Association has legal counsel. They can pretty much get you drafted get your you it's a it's a scale based off of how much money you can make one through for the first round basically mm -hmm. so in all actuality you you don't need one okay however talk it ish another perspective is a players association they're not going to work for you they're just gonna let you fall where you we fall. fall. Right now, what if you fall into a situation that's not good for you? 
What if you fall into a team that's just getting you just to have you? Okay. They can't stop that. Right. They not go, they're not going to because they have a whole bunch of stuff they got to worry about that. And it's not their job to do that. Their job is to make sure your contract is taken care right. of. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I said define basketball purposes is because that's a basketball thing. Gotcha. No, that's a great. So the question, they're layered. All right. right. So that's the first question. Right. All right. So now an agent can get me in front of workouts in front of the Kings, the Clippers, the the, the, the Pelicans, whatever the various teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's when agent would come in, correct? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, they will be able to, the, the, the NBA teams will be able to judge the player's ability. Right. But the, the, the PA can't do that. No, so no. The PA, all right, so you're you're coming in, you're a first round guy, mm-hmm. right? Everybody knows about you. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who wants to come in or who wants to bring you in or whatever. They can contact the PA and say, yo, we want him here. Mm-hmm. But they're not gonna say, the PA is not gonna say, yo, nah, this ain't a good spot for you. This isn't necessarily the best spot for you playing wise or development wise, or they're not gonna use you the way that fits your best attributes. They're not gonna give you the skinny. They're they're not. Right. They're just gonna make sure the business is taken care of on the up and up. Not if it's a good fit for you gotcha. as a client. So that's why you pay that zero to four percent to your agent to make sure you're taken care of. Gotcha. On the whole perspective. Because the players association that's not their job. Right. They don't care if where you're playing is a good fit for you. Right. They just want to be making sure that you're taken care of. That the paperwork is correct. The right way. Gotcha. So then I'm that first rounder. I kind of essentially need somebody to be my voice. Absolutely. And you, an, an agent would fill that void. Mm-hmm. Um, could I hire you? This is just throwing it out. Could I hire you as a consultant, not my agent? Everything, everything's negotiable. Everything. This is the reason why I said that zero to four. Four, right? Like, if you're like, yo, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. I just want you to make sure I'm taken care of. I'll give you this percent, fifty thousand, and two percent, whatever. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a point. Right. Your, your, your point. You want your point. I want my point. Right. Yeah. I'll give you a point off of this just to make sure I'm taken care of. Cool. Cool. Right. Whatever. If that if that's worth it to you and that helps me mm-hmm. as an agent, like, okay, cool. I got this dude on my list. I'm only consulting him. Right. But I work with him. Right. Cool. Me, I'ma take it, but I'm gonna go above and beyond for that. Right. Because now I'm gonna prove to you why you need me. Right. See, this is a, this is a job. It's a competition. Like as a trainer. You as a trainer, you might say, yo, bro, I just need this. Mm-hmm. I just need to need you to rebound for me, shoot, mm-hmm. this, that, mm-hmm. and the third, whatever. Mm-hmm. In your brain, you're like, all right, all right cool, cool. bet. You pay me. But then you're going to turn it up a little bit and say, no, this is why you really need me. Mm-hmm. Because I have a lot more that I can offer to you. Because right. career planning is something that a lot of people neglect. And they don't look at it like that. Because it's nothing to get drafted into the NBA. Right. That shit happens every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always 60 people going. Right. Every year, somebody <laughs> going. Somebody yeah. going to go. Yeah. But how are you going to stay in there? So the second contract is the real contract. Second contract, that's the real contract. That's where 
um, that's where the real money is made at. Either the second contract or the second round contracts. Second round contracts aren't bad because there's no real stipulations on it. That's true. That's where you could get your work in. That's true. You can show your work right there. Right. You can can get real creative in the second round because sometimes the second round deals are good because they can get to the money faster than the first ones can because they're slated in for a a certain amount of years. Right. Second round, I could will and deal. So I could say, here's a two-year two year X amount of dollars, then guess what? He into his second deal faster than those first ones are. Right. Now, if you was doing your thing, you can necessarily make more money than boys made, just depending on who you are and what you did. Do the parents or whomever sit on that side, do they know that? I don't know. It just depends on if you're an informed parent or not. How do they get informed? You get Other informed? than watching this podcast, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, <laughs> Every, yeah. but how do they get informed? Is, uh, is, there, is there a workshop that someone such as yourself has or are they just going off the devil the, the, the devil mystique attached to being an agent I feel like it's I feel like it's the devil mystique attached to the agent because like you have you have these preconceived notions right and it's really based off of who you're dealing with like most people you you'll get some people that'll say um nah me and my well looking from a parent's perspective the parents we're going to pick the mm-hmm. agents mm-hmm. we want to talk to everybody mm-hmm. and you have some parents that would be like nah we want the coach we trust him mm-hmm. we want him to, to mm-hmm. lead us in that direction now that what's being said about agents is going to come from that person correct so if that person is like no don't want- Right. Don't talk to nobody. Right. That's what's going to happen. So they're going to be naturally leery if they don't know anyone. Right. Most times nowadays, guys are getting in early. Mm-hmm. So they have relationships coming in. Right. I've been consulted numerous of times of, is this school a good fit? What are your what are your consulted by parents by parents and that's completely because again information is important right is that legal that is very legal okay do parents they probably are they real secretive about talking to you it depends on the person it depends on who the person is because you have some parents that it's, it's just like like getting traffic tickets or dealing with the police i know my rights right right like you can't you tell know. me this i know my right, right. like it's okay to talk to agents as long as you don't take nothing from them. Right. It's fine. We be at all the events. I'm everywhere. Uh-huh. I'm at AAU events. I'm at high school games or whatever. There's nothing telling me that I can't, but there's stipulations to certain things. So when I go on, when I go on a college campus in New York, it's my decision to announce to the team that I'm going to be there mm-hmm. because I don't want that college coach, if he knows me, to look up and be like, yo, what you doing here? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I let them know, like, hey, look, I'm going to be on campus this day mm-hmm. just so they know. It's common courtesy. Most people like that. But I've gotten calls from certain coaches, college coaches, that say, hey, can you talk to these people? I know even if you don't like them, whatever. Can you just do me a favor and give them some information? Some information. Right. The NCAA just sent out a memo 
to a whole bunch of people, to agents, families, everything about all the new rules. Whether you read that memo is up to you. But for the most part, if people are reading it, I don't know. Right. But that memo has everything in it. All the rules changes, everything. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most are not going to read that in its entirety. And then also, too, you wouldn't be going out on a limb or be <laughs> or be crazy if you said, I don't know if they get in those memos. So who's, who, who's, who's the buffer? Who's the one that's... It depends on who you're dealing with. It really depends on who you're dealing with because certain college coaches, I know, I know a player right now that I'm talking to. His college coach told him that he don't think he's gonna be eligible to go into a draft this year. Why? Because he has players in front of him. He needs that kid to come back. I asked him what was his reason for saying that you're not gonna be eligible. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna talk to your dad. I'm gonna let him know. But just go ahead and go get ready for practice." Why he did that, I have no idea. So when you say eligible, like he's going to fail classes or and or he's going to... He's, Class has nothing to do with it. Or he's just taken... He's done something he shouldn't have done. He's going to say he... Him... I, I have not gotten a reason why that coach said that, but I know the tactic. Mm -hmm. He's telling him that to deter him from, from going, going through to the draft. draft. So how he can come back and he has his two-guard set already. Right. So this kid, same kid... I asked his dad the other day, hey, did you get that memo? The NCAA mm -hmm. sent out. He said, what memo? All right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send it to you. Mm. Now, I have no relationship whatsoever with this school of where he's at. But imagine if that parent didn't know me or I or, or my, my assistant B didn't get in contact with him. Right. And was talking to him. Now, they have information from us that they should have been afforded in the first place. Why they didn't get it, I don't know. So what, going on, on on that proverbial limb again, is it they're not giving that information permanently because they don't want, certain people don't want the information to be They don't want them to know. So that they can be maintain their so sense of control. Their control. Yep. So that's kind of fucking the kid a little bit, would you say? It, it's very fucking the kid. <laughs> How, how are you not giving me the opportunity to, to go to the next level just because it benefits you more than for me to stay next year? So you're keeping me in the dark mm -hmm. in order for you to benefit. Now, once again, who's the devil in that situation? Me, because I'm Informing giving them information. information or this coach from a major program? Based upon what you presented, I would say the per the coach him, him or herself, right, as opposed to the agent. But it's already a preconceived notion that I'm the, the devil, shoe, right? See right. what I'm saying? So it's it's being informed. So once again, why would you not want to be informed? Why would you not want to have your own relationships? Now, given that every agent is not like that. right, right, right. There's some slime balls out there. I'm sure. It's a lot of slime balls mm -hmm. out there. Horrible in every profession. Right. However. I'm not on it like that. Like I'm neither thirsty. Like you, you can you can rock with me or you not. Like this phone gonna keep ringing regardless mm -hmm. if you you rock with me or not. Mm -hmm. I always tell people that mm -hmm. I'm I work hard, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna make my money mm -hmm. regardless. But if you want to mess with somebody that's gonna always tell you to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. 
and give you the because I'm not I'm not gassing nobody and I'm not lying to you. It's the same way I deal with women. I don't want to lie to you. Mm-hmm. You know why I'm not lying to you? Because I don't want to keep up with that lie. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to lie to you and say, yeah, I'm going to get drafted first round. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you don't get drafted first round? Wah, 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 wah. You're looking at me like crazy, like, <laughs> right. bro, but you told me you was going to get me. Right. Fire. Yo, my bad, bro. I was in that. Yeah. Do you think that parents know that there's being compensation being thrown around? Some do, some don't. Some I, I know one kid right now, top high school player in the country. Mother has no clue what goes on. Single mom, everything. High school coach does everything. High school coach got upset at, at, at me because I was talking to his mom. He said, everything goes through me. I said, even hello? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just happen to be in the same spot. He literally... At halftime, got up and was like, yo, let me holler at you. On the way to the thing and was like, yo, you know the situation goes through me, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? Do you see that? Do you, do you get into fights a lot? Not, not physical fights. I don't, nah. I don't, I don't get into fights with nobody, to be honest, because I'm not, I'm not there for that. Right. Like, I ask a question because with me, I'm like, yo, who's involved? Right. What's, what's going on? What's the right way to handle this situation? Because I don't want to be that angry black guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want that stigma. I already, I'm already a black man in mm-hmm. this industry that's dominated by um, older white men. Mm-hmm. So I don't want no drama with my own people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I asked them up front, like, who's, who do I need to talk to in this situation? To make this happen, right? Because I'm not I, like I'm not saying like I'm just this super good guy that everybody knows. Because it's a business. We're all in this business to make money. It's right. just how you make your money. Right. And me personally, I don't like drama. And I don't like unnecessary drama. So if there's a kid that got a runner, and you got to talk to the runner, you got to talk to the coach, and you got to talk to the manager, and you got to talk to that, I don't even want to be dealing with that. And they all got their hands I, out. Yeah, everybody's like this. Yeah. I don't know what y'all think, but dudes ain't made of money just because you're an agent. Like, mm-hmm. just because you're an agent don't mean that you paid like that. Right, so they think that they, parents. Yeah, the, they think they, that, that you, you, you made of money. Like, yeah, we we got the right ones got a little money, right. but I'm not in a rush to give it out. Right. I got my own family to take care of. <laughs> like, yo, I got it here. You take yeah, it. like, right. yeah, I got it here. It's yeah, fine. Right, right. Like, like, I don't got a mama. Right. Like, I don't got a right. family. Like, I don't got right. people in my family I got to take care of. So you want me to give you everything that I'm making just to deal with you. Not happening. So to, to break this segment down, uh, down, information, parents, get as much information as, as possible. You want to be as yeah. informed as possible. Know that, what and who your child is dealing with. And that goes for even as far back as ninth grade, 10th grade, all, all the way up, right? You, you need to be involved from day one because they it's getting nastier and nastier. I, I seen a, um, I was on Twitter the other day. I think I sent it to you. No, I think you sent it to me. And it was what, 2026 ranking? Mm-hmm. What grade is that? I don't even know. <laughs> like, Seven like years from now. 2026? 20, who does that? Like, that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Top 2026 recruit. It's like in fourth grade. Yeah, what is that? Like, so as, as the exposure 
gets younger, younger, and younger, you need to know what's going on because you have all of these exposure camps. I I know agencies that have people who watch those things to catch them as early as possible. Okay. Like, oh, XYZ team got a kid that's 6'2 in the sixth grade. We need to watch him. Like, there's list. There's list of players. This person got a kid that's six four in the eighth grade. All right. So, do these people, <laughs> like, do these people know that they when they write these these rankings at this young age that more times than not the kid is not going to pan out to meet the hype that's been attached to him? You, it, you asking me that? No. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Those that are writing these rankings, <laughs> right. please do yourself a favor and research your first ranking uh, list and ask yourself, where is that kid at now? So basically what I'm asking is, do you guys do your history and find out exactly, do these kids actually pan out? Because chances are, at 11, 12, you're really not projecting how well you're going to be at 16, 17, or, or even 18. Look at, look but at that's a Anthony complete Davis. industry. That's an industry. You're right. Like Anthony, look at Davis. Anthony Davis. He what was he? Six three as a guard or what, or what? Six one, six two. Guard. He got the twelve inches. Whatever happened to him? He grew. Whatever the case might have been. Now he's the number one pick. But that's rare. Like we could name C.J. McCullough. It, it right? ain't. Right. We could name these guys. Like just just look at. You take those little small instances, but just look at like Paul George. He turned pro and grew like two, three inches. You don't know. Giannis Antetokounmpo, you don't know. Question, how does ESPN beat your report? Um, everybody else who has a scouting ranking and a scouting service and does all these rankings mm -hmm. and uh, ranks all of these players and does all of this stuff, how the hell did y'all miss Job Morant? You, you want the answer? Yeah. Because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Right. So, why the hell are you ranking fourth graders? Because they have... Okay. It's a moneymaker. It's, it's a moneymaker. It's a money grab. So, let me ask you this. As a parent, why the hell are you looking at that? Because like, they don't know. You don't... It doesn't matter your son's ranked in, in the fourth grade. It, that means nothing. No, it does. He can be a bum. No, 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 no. By next year. Parents <laughs> like that shit. No, they it, love it. Because it gets their son or daughter... In a position where they can be seen by other people, like in my fourth grade girl, she's yeah. nice. My, no, four, my fifth matter. grade boys, but it doesn't translate to a it ninth grade nice, tenth grade ninth, eleventh grade You're right. nice. You're absolutely right. My little nephew right now, he he's with the Gauchos right now. He's a dog, mm -hmm. but I tell his dad all the time, like, yo, he gonna be a midget, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he needs to be more skilled mm -hmm. than everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he nice. He could do this, do that. But if he don't grow, he got to be more skilled than everybody. And he needs to be able to do everything. That's He's the most informed parent ever right now. No disrespect to the program that you mentioned, but are, will the program allow him to do that? Or will they allow him to keep doing what he's doing? So this is the thing, right? Now, now being that that's family, um, he's extended family. The minute 
he's able to get busy the way that I want to get busy, mm-hmm. there's nothing they can say. You know why? Because there's nothing y'all could tell me. Because I'm looking at it from the outside looking in. If you're not allowing him to do what he's going to do, guess what? He could go play for Joe Schmo. Right. Who's going to let him play? Because that's the most important part is playing. No. The AAU guys don't want the... No disrespect to any AAU program, and I respect all you guys are doing a wonderful job, and I think that you guys are an asset to the organizations <laughs> and whatever the case may be. Right. But their job is to win games now. Their job is not to get Johnny or, or Joanna true. better for the next level. That's so true. how many cases have you seen where a kid is dumb nice on a youth level, being a dog, mm-hmm. but when he's time for him to go to, to the scholastic level or secondary level, he struggles because he's just used to playing one certain – he doesn't know how to play basketball. Right. Like Mark Cuban said that not too long ago when he right. said that, right? That's very true. So here's the thing. So they just want to win as opposed to get them better. Right. Well, people misconstrue what AAU is about. AAU is about getting game reps. Mm-hmm. And, play, and, and, uh, and playing. playing against players of the same ilk and ability, you hope. Right. And comparing your medal against their medal. That's it. Period. That's it. Period. That's AAU. Yes. In no way, shape, or form are you going to... If you get better, it's from the experience. It's not from them coaches making you better. That kills me. You guys are the guys that make players better. Right. Yes. The AAU don't make players better. They... Correct. Outside of the game. Playing the game because that is their job. Their job is to win mm-hmm. and play and experience. We know why. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's shit on the line. Mm-hmm. So anybody that thinks, oh, this is going to help them, it's not. Because like you said, you can go in school and wet the bed. Yep. And, and it's over. Oh. Now you got to go right back to the drawing board. You ain't going to fix it in AAU. Right. Because the talent is way higher. Should be. Yep. So it, it's, like I said, everything is a perspective thing. Like, what's your perspective on things? So when you're an agent and you're recruiting, you go to these AAU events like you mentioned, are you looking at what what that young man or young lady can be projected to become at some point? For instance, you see your, your, your nephew, your extended family is a mm-hmm. dog right now, but he's a midget. He needs to be working on his PG skills or whatever to knock yeah. down an open jump shot, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see that as I need to holler at him in a couple years because he's going to be X, Y, Z? Um, with me, I'm different. So if I go, when I go to the EYBL games, mm-hmm. I'm just looking just to see who's who and what they're doing. Just seeing how they are, seeing how, they're, how they respond to the environment, see how they're interacting on the court. Mm-hmm. Just looking at things like that. So that way, when they go to the next level, I can see how they progressed and how they've gotten better because that's a way how you judge what that kid is going to be as a pro. People differ with like what the NBA is for. I'm one of those guys that I want you to come in and be ready to go. Right. I don't like, yeah, I get you have potential, but I really don't want you to, I, I really don't want to wait too long before I start seeing the return on investment. So the word potential to me means you ain't did shit yet. Yeah. But you might possibly be able to do it. It's like shit. playing spades. You got yeah. a possible. Like you got yeah. a possible. Nah, I don't want those possible. I want those guaranteed books. Yeah. That's, that's how I am. And 
I just look at it a little different because I'm like, all right, look, you need to, you need to take your time to get there, because once you get there, that's showtime. Right. It's stick time. We got to stick. Yeah. We, as my man said, we got to bump. Uh huh. That's what the dudes say down south. That DC shit. DMV shit. Yeah, they got a bump. Like, and that's that's what it is. I want you to get in there and be able to fight. Right. I don't want you to get in there and be like, yo, nah. I want you to work on your jab a little bit. I'm gonna keep working though. Nah, you and your ass knocked out if you don't know how to jab. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. I don't like the super super potential stuff. I hate that. But that's just the way the business is right now. So you have to adjust. Tell me about New York City and as it relates to the Asians world. What do people think about New York City basketball players across the water? Across the water? Yeah, let's take as a look. in the professional to go overseas? Yep. They don't like them. Why? I don't think a lot of people because for one, I mean, you only got you got certain guys that New York New York you have to look at how New York City basketball is perceived mm -hmm. on a grand scale. How how is how is how how are we perceived? We don't got the best name right now. Just even in high school basketball, yeah. we don't because we ain't cranking out what used to be. So we always look at who was dominant. Rice. Mm -hmm. Gone. Gone. Mm -hmm. That's. I think Rice High School is probably the only thing in life that I ever wished I was a part of. Really? That like I'd be like, damn, damn, I wish I had that. And you gotta remember where I came from. That's crazy. I came from Amityville. Yep. Like my class won all of them state championships. Jason Frazier, all mm -hmm. them motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Like that was the group that I grew up in. I wasn't there, but I was there for all of it. Tristan Smith, mm -hmm. all of them. Like I grew up with all of them. So, but you look at Rice and you was like, damn, yo, that was just more than they had a Kobe deal. They had everything, but it was like a brotherhood because all them rice dudes is like this till this the day. day. Like, they yeah, are all tight. So <laughs> it was more right. than what it was. So I wish I, I always looked at that like, damn, that's dope. I was that was that did, not that it was was that did that contribute to the downfall of New York City as far as its its, its presence in the global scheme? I don't think that it contributed to the downfall. I think that. There was nowhere that was developing players this that way. Because mm -hmm. if you look at all, so if you look at the Edgar Sosa's, you look at all the other motherfuckers outside of the Kimber Walkers. Mm -hmm. Where high school, where in high school are players going and getting developed and then going out in New York City? In New York City, nowhere. I'm I'll I can't, say I it. can't say. I say it nowhere. Oh, okay. Ed Isaacson always on Twitter. He always says, "Shout out to Ed." He always says, "Why are the guys leaving the city? Why not?" I always at why not? They not getting coached up. Mm -hmm. We talked about this all the time. What happened with Malloy? Mm -hmm. Then hang one banner. Mm -hmm. That's coaching. Mm -hmm. So somebody got to step their coaching game up and get the shit back to where it needs to be. So. The players will stay home because they don't want to stay home because they're not being coached the right so way. So if you're a top 25 player out of New York City, are you going to college in New York City? Well, uh, the metro New York City area. Am I, if, if it's me, yes, because I want to be the man of where I'm from. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. But why that's not happening, 
it's just not the players. It's these schools. Mm-hmm. So I feel like St. John's, they did a good thing having a guy from Queens coach, and they was able to keep Shamari, mm-hmm. and that's turning out well for them. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it. Who Chris 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 from Brooklyn, but he went to school. Yeah, yeah, right. right. So it's a it's a. I said he was from Queens. Right. Okay. So they it's a New York guy. Yeah. He's hella New York though. Right. He's real New York. So mm-hmm. if he can't do it, ain't nobody gonna be able to do it. It's a tough sell, but if like I like you, I want to be. The man in New right. York City. I want to be the man in New York City. So everybody got to step their game up as a whole. So when I say step your game up, the colleges got to step their game up. The high schools got to step their game up. The AAU coaches got to step their game up. So because you got all of these other dudes. So say in Georgia, it's plenty of Georgia coaches, mm-hmm. high school coaches getting pulled into college jobs. Mm-hmm. Plenty of high school guys. Why isn't that happening here? One guy in the last five years have done it uh, that I know of. Uh, uh, tiny. That's it. Mm-hmm. One guy. And what happened? He ended up coming back to uh, right. school. Why? That that shouldn't happen. No way. Now should it have been Seton Hall? How the hell did he bypass St. John's and everybody else? That's not his fault. Right. That's everybody else's fault. Because in no way does, with his proven track record, forget who everybody thinks he is. Mm -hmm. Let's judge him off of his track record. Mm -hmm. Who doing better than him in recruiting anybody in the state? So all of these people, all of these schools who are having issues with getting players and retaining players... What more can he prove? And mind you, I don't have, like, I don't really have a great relationship. Like, we right. know each other right. and that's it. Right. But we're just talking from a New York perspective. But we're just talking from a New York perspective. Right. Um, who you going to find better than him? What more can he do on the high school level? When he left there, somebody else, somebody else should have said, nah, come over here. Right. I always point the finger at Fordham. I can't stand like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. If you're going to take a chance on somebody, take a chance on somebody from here. Mm-hmm. So that way they can keep our players here. Because if not, then you're just going to be ass. Does New York City have the same, the colleges here in New York City have the same problem that Rutgers football has in New Jersey? That they can't retain the Jersey players, and that's why they're not doing that great. And New York City basketball players aren't staying here. And we have schools. We have LIU Brooklyn. We have St. Francis, St. Francis Brooklyn. We have St. John's. We have Hofstra's. We have Manhattan. We have Fordham's. We have all of these schools. And we're not retaining a good portion of New York players. Nah. They, well, and like I said, a lot of that stuff goes into the schools. I don't necessarily blame. Like, I don't blame kids for leaving. I don't at all. Because if the schools aren't right, then why stay? So so when you say Big East, we don't have, I'm old. So I'm Syracuse, UConn, St. John's, Providence, Boston College. Yeah. East. Right. No disrespect to Butler's, Creighton's, 
Yeah, I get it. They're they're not bringing me to the garden anymore. I'm not going to the garden. It's the schools, so that's what I'm saying. Not like, a knock on those guys. It's just that they don't yeah, have the, it's the just New that, York. It's not that allure yeah, right. no more. There's no allure to the situation. So I get it, but that's when I said too. That falls back on the school. So if the schools is not doing the right thing, you can't expect for the kids to be like, yo, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna stay home. Right. I get it. You gotta be a special type of kid. Shamari is that guy. Right. He said, nah, this my city. I'm gonna do what I want in this city. Right. And I'm staying. Right. I get it. New York City can't be New York City without New York City helping New York City. Basically, that's why and that's why we lack. Because you mean you can you can talk about because first of all, like our guards is second to none. Like no matter what, yeah. like you you put our guards. I don't care who it is, they going they gonna get busy. Is Shamari and Justin probably the best two guard combination? The best guard combination. Not that they're on the same team, but are they two of the best guards in the in, in the country right now? Yeah, yeah. It's just that they don't get the notoriety. And Justin, who do you mean by Justin? Former. To be good. Former. Former right. Right, former right. The crazy thing about him is that he don't get the notoriety in nothing he does. Okay, so that's new. So, again, the promotion behind the New New York players is not there as it once was for whatever reason. It's the school. If If I'm at school. Yeah. I'm pushing this young man as far as I can possibly go to to get the next New York stud, right? When you do that? Yeah. Because, I mean, even there, you look at the situations, like who has came out of Hofstra that was a big, big speedy and he going to kill me. He gonna kill me, cause I can't think of my own man's name right now. Um, no. Agudio? That's what I thought you were saying. No. Oh. Talking about dude with the goggles? Mm-mm. Oh, God. It's horrible. And don't edit this out, either. Leave the struggle, cause this is crazy. Um. Yo, my brain is fried right now for some reason. Why are we thinking so hard? What do you, n- no one. Yes, 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 yes. Um, How many years ago? Charles Jenkins. There you go. That's a good one. My bad, Charles. You know I love you. That's my man, too. That's crazy. I, I That's crazy. And his birthday was just yesterday. So shout out to Charles. Um. Yeah, Charles. Cause you nobody me, else. You gave me two. And they both two. New York City guys. Both New York City guys. Chuck went to the league. Did all of that. So my thing is, like now Justin, like he's killing New York City guy. So they have three New York City guys that they're probably gonna have on the wall, and they and they build it. Uh, Speedy, Charles, and Justin. That's it. But you gotta. So if I'm a New York City guard and I want to be in a position where I'm gonna be a god, when I walk into that building, I see my name in lights. When I walk into there, and you know the camera pans on you when you walk mm-hmm. in. This is Charles Jenkins. This is what I Would you not want that feeling all the time? Of course. So we have to do a better job of keeping New York in New York. You we have to. We have to, and that starts from the ground up. 
So all them AAU coaches and all of these high school coaches, I just feel like it starts on the lowest level possible. You but if they don't have, have a familiar face that they're in, in those positions of quote-unquote power. It, it is, but how do you change that? It starts with the players. The players can change that. Agreed. The, the coaches can change that. Agreed. But I don't know, like, I, I feel like now, like, I'm so far removed from what, what, go, what going on in New York. Like, I rely on y'all. I got to call y'all to ask. I got to call Cash to ask him a million and two questions right. about what's going on. Why? Partly because I'm barely here, but... It's just not a hotbed no more. So if we was popping, you would know everything that's going on. Yeah, because there's something to know. Ain't nothing to know. What is there to know? Who's coming out next year? I don't even know who the hell is coming out next year. And that's horrible. Because it's my business to know. But what is there to know? So are we still a Mecca, man? We're going to be a Mecca because the history... You, who else got history than us? Nobody has a better history than us. It's just like, it's like, like in music, Atlanta is hot right now. That's like the sound of where music is going. But you will never get the essence of New York from New York, New York right. from hip hop because it was birthed here. Mm -hmm. So we gotta, we're always gonna be the Mecca but we gotta restore the feeling. Like that's why I love Tra Troy Ave. Mm -hmm. Like yo, I'm a, I'm gonna restore the feeling of what New York's supposed to be. We just have to restore the feeling. We have to have that that group of kids to do that. But we're 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 pulled so many places. That that group of kids that you're referring to. If, what if they just came together and made a super team? I know I spoke about it on, a, on another podcast, and we just created a super team and we just dominated. Do it. Can't be done. It can be. They got to dictate it. The adults in the situation have too much to lose to have all of those people play together on one team. How? Winning cures everything. You got to define winning. If you take five players from New York City mm -hmm. and you put all of them on one team, mm -hmm. say, who's the big recipient? St. John's. Mm -hmm. And they win. Mm -hmm. If they win the Big East Championship, mm -hmm. that's a win. Yes. If they go to they, the Sweet 16. Bigger win. Even bigger win. Mm -hmm. They can get kicked out. Mm -hmm. But if they come back, and they do it again. Mm -hmm. Those kids, they do it once. Those kids, there's going to be some kid somewhere that says, I want to be like them. There is a kid in eighth, in seventh, eighth, or ninth grade right now that's looking at Shamari Palms and say, yo, I want to be that. Right. I agree with that. I, as, same as Isaiah Whitehead. Mm -hmm. There's somebody. There's somebody in Coney Island right now, and I know that's a fact. Shout out to Isaiah. Um, that's looking at him and is like, "Yo, I want to be him." Agreed. Because Isaiah did 
Like, I don't know what more he can do for Brooklyn. The problem is, will be, that one through five, that fifth guy who may be a top-notch player is not getting the shine as the first four. And whoever sent that fifth guy there is hating on the top four and not over, not um, seeing the, the bigger picture. So, my, so then he's gonna, he or she is going to pull that kid's coattail and say, yo, you need to be doing X, Y, Z and F the other four. So you know you know what that, what that boils down to? What? Coaching. Right. Because you got to make him understand. Yo, yeah, but y'all all win. Look, okay, Coach K's doing it. Kentucky do it every year. Everybody gotta sacrifice one team. What is a drumline? One band, mm-hmm. one sack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you gotta have that. So if the coach isn't strong enough to do that, then you shouldn't be coaching. But and I don't, I don't know many coaches that can have that many egos or whatever. But at the same time. You still need to be able to control all of those players because winning cures everything. How was Kentucky able to push eight players, six to eight players in the draft every year? Why? Because they won. So you should not be pulling nobody's coattail because everybody has a role. But everyone has an agenda. Your agenda is to what? Get your player client in a better position so he or she can make more money. Okay. Right. But guess what? Everybody don't got a score to do that. Yeah, but uh, you're right. You're right. But I don't know if the adults would allow that to happen if in they New York do, City. They, they have a problem then. They have a severe problem. Which causes us to have a severe problem. Yeah, I agree with you totally. I just don't feel like it shouldn't be a problem. Like, that, that should not be a problem. Because when you constructed that team... You need a dog as a defender. You mm-hmm. need, like, prime example for all the kids, all the kids that came out of Jersey last year. I look at Rutgers and I look at Seton Hall crazy because it's like y'all should have did everything that y'all should possibly to have a Fab Five. Not to mention, what was it? Three of them mm-hmm. all played in the same high school team. Mm-hmm. That somebody should have did whatever they had to do to get. All five of those kids who are all really, really close right. to one of those state schools. Okay, here. 2019 class of New York City, New York City, New York State players. Right. We have four, five in the top, five or six in the top 50. Mm-hmm. All right. If I have, um, hypothetically, this is all a hypothetical, right? Right. If I'm a, a school, let's say uh, University A, and I have Cole Anthony. Mm-hmm. This is available for me. Mm-hmm. All New Yorkers, right? Cole, Jalen. I have um, the kid Isaiah Stewart from upstate. I have uh, Kofi. I have Precious. I'm missing somebody right now. There's a six. I don't know who it is right now. It comes to me. If I'm a if I if I'm a college and I get that five, I'm competing for a national championship. Agree or disagree? I just gave you the number one point guard in the goddamn land, a top 30 kid. I gave you a top 40 kid, two top 15 kids. You are competing off of ability alone. However. But what? not one of those kids that I mentioned uh-huh. are going, uh, attending a school in this state, college-wise, as of right now. Right. But what, what did I say? That all falls down on coaching. Because who gonna coach that? 
what what coach is a good enough coach to maintain all those egos in the New, New York, York right now? I'm sure that they are. I don't. I I don't I know. Can't, I can't. I can't find no. You, I'm I'm not gonna say there's a New York City coach in there. I can't do that. I don't even think Chris Mullen can handle that. I I don't know. I, I know that I know that that right I, 2019 class. I can't speak about 2020. I can't speak about 2021. Right. 2019, we have five or six top fifties mm-hmm. or whatever the number is in New York City right now. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't know what's going on because none of our kids are here. So I I get it. Like like I said, I don't know what's going on because there ain't nothing to know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's that's the thing. Like, when I'm here, I'm talking about everything else outside of the city. Like, I'll, I'll go watch a high school game or whatever, but it's like, ain't nothing going on. So you're okay. Let's bring it bring it back. So you're you you're you're an agent. You you have your own agency. You're currently um um recruiting players for the 2019 draft and all and beyond you know of course overseas stuff right mm-hmm. and this is you get paid to do this mm-hmm. and you have no inkling on what the f is going on in the state in which you were born as far as basketball is concerned nope okay that's a problem my man that is definitely a problem it, it absolutely is a problem but the reason why is for those things. None of our kids are here. Yep. They're, none of them are here. So it's like, all right, eventually when I come home, which I'm here all the time, it's not like I'm not here. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's nothing that jumps out at you. Because there's nothing, there's no marquee team nor player that makes me say damn let me go home and watch these players because i know i'm gonna see everybody else somewhere else i seen kofi mm-hmm. and cole play mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. they won't hit mm-hmm. but you can't fault them mm-hmm. because they was here this their first year leaving what did they do on like i said cole does not have a state championship Mm-mm. who does that fall on uh, who who does that fall on? And he had a whole nother McDonald's All American, three D one players on one team. Nobody won a state championship. That that don't fall on them. They can't. They don't. They don't go out there and coach themselves. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they and did. That is the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. So yeah, you're you're right. That is a problem, and that's horrible. Am I going to do something? Like, what can I do? I can't do nothing about that. You can't give checks to people that don't deserve checks. I sure can't. It's a sad... Basketball is a sad state here mm-hmm. right now. And it's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because even even the Jelly Fam thing, like, that was... It was getting back to the point to where it's like, yo, mm-hmm. all right. They mm-hmm. got it going right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe that could help. Yeah, but that's not production over hype. That's hype over production. And we know the truth is reality is we need to produce between those black lines and not on the IGs and the Twitters and all of that stuff. 
that seems to be the problem sometimes also. I think social media plays a lot in that. And um, yeah, because right now, if you look at, I know a lot of the old heads always arguing about who better. Um, like it ain't even, we don't even fight in the region shit no more. Like, you know, you got those old heads like Homicide and AO and all them dudes in Cali. Hey, hey, brother, no, yep. Yeah, like they all used to, you know, battle to go, nah, Philly ain't, Philly ain't messing with us. Mm-hmm. All right, bet, let's do it. And go to their hood and then they come here and they rock and all of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like these young kids, they don't even do that. Like when they, when they pull up to games and AAU stuff, it's all love. Yeah, they friendly. The competition is, where's the comp at? Who would get the most likes? That's the new competition. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. It's this. It's the, the LeBron effect, I feel like. Everybody's a friend. Everybody friendly. Yeah. That's why I love Russell Westbrook. I love Russell Westbrook. He's my he's my favorite in the NBA just for off the strength that he, he going to compete. He don't give a fuck. He going at your neck every night. And that's the thing. Like That's what makes basketball great. I like to compete. I want to compete. I want you to compete. So everybody got to compete. And ain't nothing wrong with, ain't nothing wrong with staying home. Ain't mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. The the kids in the South are doing it. Yeah. Anthony Edwards stayed home. The Memphis kids, they staying home. Yeah. Penny got, Penny got the situation. Memphis was like, oh, yo, uh-huh. why not? Mm-hmm. Okay. St. John's did it. They got a hometown kid or whatever. It needs to be done here. You're right. You're right. Well, we're going to wrap up another great episode with um, the Mecca Podcast. I want to thank DG for coming through. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you for coming through. Flying straight from the gym. Um, <laughs> shorts on and Shorts and everything. <laughs> um, uh, this is another episode of the Mecca the Podcast. Again, we spoke about being an agent, information for parents, Um we also spoke about New York City, obviously, as a whole, and uh, the current state of, uh, status of New York City basketball and how it's looked upon by those across the water. Um, again, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Pleasure. We're going to have to do it again. We're going to do it again. Hope said that, right? Yeah. Going to do it again? Got it. Boom. Mm-hmm.